Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. The time now is uh, 20 minutes uh, to 11. Let me remind you that at 11 o'clock, Zulekat Kodash will come in with the final news bulletin. And after that, it's Closet Conversations. I told you it's going to be spicy and very saucy, but no one under the age of 18 should tune in after 11 because, yeah, it is Closet Conversations. Right now, we're going to be talking issues on environment. So there's there's a new, well, not new, but the, 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 there's a, a new uptake in uh, the agricultural industry and our golden crop is cotton and I think it's an industry that really does deserve a lot of us to look into. We're speaking to Quibus de Brain who's a NetBank's Northern Divisional Manager for Agriculture around what has been happening in the cotton industry in South Africa and how we can tap into it if uh, we are keen farmers that is. The number to interact with us on is 011-714-2006 or send SMSs to 41391. WhatsApps go to 0614-104-107. thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Patricia. Um, thank you very much, and uh, good evening, and uh, good evening to all the listeners as well. We are talking about the golden crop being uh, cotton, and I know a lot of us uh, associate cotton with uh, its, its its textile um, industry, with the textile industry for clothes and so on. But it seems like uh, there's a lot more to cotton than what meets the eye. It, it serves even as as food and many other things. Could you please take us through its versatility? Yeah, thank you, Patricia. Patricia. If you look at the cotton industry, it's uh, grown on plus minus 27,650 uh, hectares. Uh, so uh, quite a large uh, amount of hectares being grown, plus minus 11,000 hectares uh, under irrigation and plus minus 16,000 hectares uh, under dry land. So we produce roughly between 70 to 75,000 tons of cotton. Um, and this equals to plus minus 134,200 um, uh, kilogram bales of, of lint. So um, in March 2020, plus minus 1,000 uh, commercial farmers uh, produced cotton and they produced it on plus minus 3,300 hectares of, uh, of cotton. And they produced um, uh, uh, hectares and they produced roughly 7,400 bales of uh, 200 kilogram bale of lint. <clears throat> so if you look at the, the cotton sector, um, it's not only cotton uh, and it's not only textiles, it's not only apparel. Um, it's actually got a lot of users and that's a, a big opportunity um, if you look at the cotton sector. Um, cotton is actually used in plastic, it's used in explosives, it's used in high-quality paper. It's actually used in banknotes, and then the cotton, also the cotton seed and the and the plant itself. At the end of the day, that goes into the livestock sector. So a lot of uses of of cotton and a lot of opportunity um, for for cotton. Listen, Kubas, I was surprised to learn that uh, uh, the oil from cotton uh, is also used in margarine, cooking oil, salad dressing, soaps, cosmetics, candles, detergents. I was really, really shocked to see how versatile cotton is, and especially because it's it's one of those plants that, uh, like you have said, um, it can grow on arid land and and even uh, does not require much water. Let's talk about the industry and how it was affected by COVID-19. Yeah, <clears throat> Patricia, 
Um, it was definitely uh, affected. I don't think there was any agricultural sector that, that wasn't affected. So unfortunately, the cotton uh, sector also didn't jump that through. Uh, didn't didn't get away from, from COVID. So um, according to cotton essay, the, the damage from the pandemic on the textile industry will actually be greater than that of the 2008 financial crisis. Um, cotton essay also said that from April to August uh, in 2020, the domestic consumption of uh, local produced cotton was 40% lower than that for the same period of the previous year. And then also the consumption of important cotton um, was 80% less uh, than that for the same period of, of the previous year as well. So the total value chain is actually severely affected. And uh, that's affecting actually from the value chain, that, that's from uh, the, the retailer up to the farmer, um, the full value chain is affected. And you can just imagine that when people purchase less clothing, when the demand is lower, price will go lower, and that directly impacts on, on our farmers. So, yeah, definitely they were big impacted by, by COVID, and, and still the case. And, and and obviously, the farmers within the cotton uh, farming industry are, they, they, the, the job losses during uh, the lockdown period must have been quite immense and affected a lot of uh, people who are employed there. Yeah, I think if you look at the, 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 the rest of the value chain, if you look at the secondary agriculture and in commercial businesses, definitely there can be a lot of, of job losses and a lot of more job losses might be to, to come as the impact of, of COVID is really going to actually show it in impact. Um, at this stage, um, hopefully what we've seen to at, at, at this stage is that not so many job losses on, on in primary agriculture, on, on, on the farms as well, uh, because I think that uh, to some extent farmers were, were at least still able to plant cotton, they were allowed to harvest cotton and were allowed to transport cotton. So not that big impacted um, this season as well, uh, uh, still uh, a good amount of hectares uh, of cotton planted, so not so much job losses in terms of primary agriculture, but the uh, upper value chain uh, definitely impacted. A-team, as we're talking to Quibus de Brain, who's NetBank's northern divisional manager for agriculture, and we're looking at the golden crop um, cotton and how it can present many opportunities uh, for farmers and also for the entire value chain within this particular industry. Please do interact with us by sending SMSs to 41391. Perhaps you have been thinking about uh, planting uh, cotton and wanted to know what the opportunities are. Is there funding? Is there support? Um, so do call in or send a WhatsApp to 0614 I've got a, a message here, uh, Quibus, so that's from one of our A-teamers who's saying, please ask your guest whether South African cotton farmers have also considered farming hemp. Yeah, thank you, Patricia. Uh, there's definitely a lot of requests that we are receiving uh, for the production of, of hemp. Um, yeah, we, we do get that request. And uh, when uh, we, we receive uh, those requests, we we definitely uh, see if we can can uh, assist in that regard. 
Is the South African government Kubis, doing enough to make sure that the industry is, thive, is thriving? Um, Patricia, yeah, I think, I think uh, if you uh, look at the support historically, there's been good support uh, in terms of uh, the SA cotton cluster, as well as recent uh, support from uh, uh, recent uh, uh, support for small-scale farmers. But however, the the need is actually is much greater. So um, government must consider the continuous funding of the South African cotton cluster, and, and that's a, a concern that the South, um, that cotton SA also have at this stage. Um, government must also enhance the support for the funding of uh, small commercial farmers, uh, of extension offices as well. And with regard to the funding of small commercial farmers, that's also we we as NetBank want to extend a hand to government and say, can we take hands, can we partner, and can we support in that regard? Um, government must also support with regard to new technology, especially new cultivars. New cultivars is, is very much uh, a need and is very much required in the in the cotton sector. And um, also cotton SI conveyed the the request for specifically for new cultivars in that regard. But then also the support is required to create the full value chain, which is very much needed in the the cotton sector. And if I talk about the value chain, that is spinners, your knitters, your weavers, dyeing, your finishing, and also to a lesser extent your garment manufacturing. And that's where the support of government is required, be it by, by means of investments, uh, direct funding, creating infrastructure, etc. So let me go to a voice note here from one of our A-teamers. Uh, good evening to Patricia, the A-teamers, and uh, the guest that you have. I actually wanted to find out from your guest uh, because uh, he did mention a couple of examples that cotton can be used for. And I wanted to find out, um, in his opinion, what does he feel about um, the the potential for cannabis um, growing, being used in the textile industry? Because the stuff that he mentioned that uh, cotton can be used for, cannabis can also then be used um, um, as well. And then in some cases, cannabis can actually be grown uh, a bit faster uh, than cotton and even use much less water um, as well. So there's some cost uh, cost saving with cannabis as well. So that's just my question to uh, your guests. Thank you. Well, uh, Quibus, could you respond to our A-teamer, please? Yeah, thank you, uh, uh, Patricia. I think it's a, it's a good uh, uh, question. I think if you look at the opportunities of, 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 of cotton, um, it's also a crop that is very uh, uh, tolerate for, for dry conditions. You can create also a lot of jobs with, with, with cotton, up to five jobs uh, per every ton produced. It's a good alternative for maize, um, yeah, definitely. And then, uh, as, as we discussed earlier, there's a lot of uses for, for cotton. And, you know, it's not only with regard to apparel and textiles, um, as we said, plastic and explosives, etc. Um, if you can compare it to, to um, the commodity mentioned, um, you know, I think that that can also be considered. That's also 
a, 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 a possibility. For me, what is much important is you will have to consider your specific area, the area in which you farm, the access to water, the access to irrigation, uh, and then your, your, um, your off-taker. And make sure that you make the right decision for the right commodity, which is um, that fits your skills, that's very important, uh, fit your area in terms of the climate, and then off-taker is always very important in, in that regard to make the decision which commodity to, to choose between um, those that we mentioned. Within the agricultural space of um, cotton, Quibus, is there much diversification in terms of um, um, uh, previously, uh, you know, people who were not farming cotton coming into the industry and also getting some skills transfer and partnerships? Yeah, <clears throat> Patricia, if I understand you, you correctly, I think uh, if you look at <clears throat> cotton, um, that's a good alternative for maize, and especially if you look at specific areas in, in South Africa and more, maybe more to the north where farmers used to plant uh, maize in, in, in the past. And what we currently see is due to climate conditions, um, um, quality of water, uh, cotton has become a, a better, better option to, to choose. Um, and then also, if you look at um, if you look at the, the low felt area in Pumalanga, where farmers used to to plant only sugarcane, um, currently cotton is also a, a crop to to be considered. And at this stage, a lot of investigation is being done in terms of the possibility to to plant uh, a cotton. And then also, there's a lot of uh, irrigation land available which is not uh, fully utilized and those specific areas and i'm talking about areas like Nkumas in uh, in the in the low field of Mpumalanga, um, very good area to consider for for the production of of cotton okay so um back to the question that i was asking quibus in terms of skills transfers and partnership is they such from bigger uh, farmers who farm cotton and have been doing so for a while, and those who want to come into the industry. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. In terms of of skills transfer, uh, Patricia, I think uh, a, a lot more can be done. Um, a lot is done currently by associations like Cotton SA, and where they do um, bring in skills to to support farmers, etc. But I, I, I still believe that a lot more transfer of, of skills can, can be done. Um, definitely there's, there's a need for, for skills transfer, um, especially if you talk about technology and, and, and uh, the technology used in the harvesting of cotton, but also in terms of, of production. So, um, yeah, a lot is done, but definitely my view is I think much more can still be be done. Um, just quickly to mention that uh, NetBank also supported recently a farming community in, in the low field of Pumalanga where Cotton SA took a number of, I think it was about 27 farmers uh, from a secondary cooperative uh, close to Kumati Poet where they took those 27 farmers from, from the community through a one-year uh, training in agriculture and we supported Cotton SA uh, when they had um, um, award function, etc. So a lot is done, but uh, there's a lot more scope to, uh, for assistance.
You know, Quibus, it seems that uh, there's, uh, th- th- there is opportunity and this particular golden crop can be one that can change a lot of farmers' lives uh, given the fact that the climate is changing and cotton is quite easy when it comes to growing. Um, and and the, the fact that there is support from government, uh, the various CETAs, AgriCETA, and also uh, the banking sector like yourselves as NetBank are coming together to assist within um, this particular industry. Thank you so very much for joining us, Quibus. Could you give us the details as to where people who are interested in getting more details on cotton and also the funding of the agricultural side on cotton can get hold of you. Yeah, thank you, Patricia. Uh, by more than welcome to, to contact me on my cell phone. Uh, cell phone at 78 And by more than willing to send me an email as well at Quibus, uh, and that's C-O-B-U-S-B at netbank.co.za. Thank you very much, Quibus. Have a good evening. Thank you, Patricia. I uh, appreciate the opportunity, and good evening to, to you and to the listeners as well.